0: Hello there and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 266 for patch 6.1. Our topic for this episode is boosted tunes and old content. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root and I play a goblin warlock.
1: And this is Reckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 266 of Hearthcast, should a boosted character do old content? We hear a rational reaction to current PvP. And hey, Blizz, why you gotta make it awkward? So, hey, Ruth. Hey there
0: for Reckleface.
1: How was your week in the Blizzard universe? It was pretty cool. Yeah?
0: Um, You know, I got the Archmage Vargas spare staff from a mission in my garrison. Okay. And it's it's a a toy. Yeah. I still have the original one. Ooh. I never turned that quest in because I figured if I turn it in, I'd lose that staff. Yeah. And I used to go around all over the place and summoning him.
1: When they get the toy, that I'll do it. I know, but
0: now everybody gets it. Yeah, I'm no gets longer that. cool, Freckleface.
1: <laughs> are you complaining about it? A little. Okay.
0: Because it was cool to be able to summon him, and, you know, people are like, whoa, what's that? I'm like, yeah. That's
2: right.
1: Yeah, a bunch of people did that. That's why like they put it as a toy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe people complain because they're like, I turned it in and I can't accept the quest yeah, anymore. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a cool
1: thing. Why'd you take that away from me, Blizzard? Yeah, that's probably it. It's
0: probably it. What else this week? Um, My Ray team is officially on hiatus uh oh. Q, Q. Q, Q. Just to 6.2. So once 6.2 drops and the new raids are out, we'll be back in there. But it just got to the point where, you know, we couldn't get any gear out of there. Yeah. So No we'll, real point. Yeah, no real point of doing it. I did level up uh, some more Dark Roast and Fruit because I don't have a lot of time to prepare for raiding. I don't need to. I'm primarily in those guys just doing the garrisons and then on the weekends I'll go level them some. You know, like I said last week, I'm in no big hurry with them, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Fruit is still, he's my mage, he's still very squishy. And then Darkros is my druid, and he's not so squishy. So, I'm enjoying them both. Played some Hearthstone, since it's, you know, it's on the Android. Yeah. The- and I got a, an extra Android pack.
1: Like We're playing when I, on the Android phone. Right, well, no, yeah. when I
0: first got it on there, you know, I logged in and I got an Android pack. Okay, and then I logged in again, and I got an Android pack. Huh? Yeah, I got two. Sounds
1: like a mistake. Oh, I wouldn't tell anybody. Uh oh.
0: <laughs> maybe all...
1: maybe you thought it was a tablet the first time. Oh, because I did get one for logging into an Android tablet.
0: Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Huh. Yeah, I've
1: got one for logging into an Android tablet, an iPad, an iPhone, and an Android phone. Well, look at you. Yeah.
0: Well, we talked about it at the meetup trying to switch phones with everybody and letting other people log into their phones to get. You know, like, oh, you have yeah, an and iPhone, that, and I've that, got an Yeah, and Android. that
1: happened. Right, yeah. And I, um, I did that with a with another friend who had an iPhone. Yeah, we both logged out and logged into each other's phones and played each other. And then at the end of the game, we both got a pack. There you go. Yeah.
0: That was cool.
1: That so was pretty cool.
0: I still haven't gone through and uh, updated my decks. Okay. And I'm kind of getting raffle stomped every so often by cards that I've never seen before.
1: That's tricky. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Lo-
0: like some dude was playing like an entire mechanical deck. And I'm like, I don't know what anything's things are. <laughs> and they're all I mean, I really don't know what's going on.
1: It's really tricky, especially because a lot of Hearthstone is guessing what the other player has. If there's just a bunch of cards that you just don't know about and they play it, you're like, whoa, where would that come from? Yeah, that's how I am right now. Yeah,
0: And I've got a bunch of decks because I spent all my Google Rewards play money on it. And I uh, yeah, haven't done anything with the decks I bought because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. Yeah. In Diablo, I got some more Paragon levels. I think I'm up to a Paragon 13, which I know isn't a lot. It might be 33. They they come relatively quickly. Because I'm playing with a guy who's got like Paragon level 333. And uh, I just kind of stay behind when he's running around. <laughs> Because kind of
1: getting carried a little bit, just a little right just, now, yeah, just a yeah.
0: tad. Like he'll jump on, he's gonna go jump around and do some things with keys, and we go to those places, and he's just like, careful, don't don't die. If you do die, Res quick. I'm like, okay. And uh yes, yeah, I got to see the end of Diablo, so I guess I beat it. All right. Yeah, I guess guess so. <laughs> <laughs> got carried the <that> whole game. <laughs> um so i i know how it ends it's a little bit of a spoiler i was kind of surprised we're not going to talk about it no no no, not going to talk about it because you know and and now you know i'm still playing with siren sometimes um but you know now i kind of know how it (laughs) is so i don't know how i feel about that but uh yeah we'll still play it's kind of fun he's been playing more hearthstone siren has cool so i got to get him the expansions i don't know if i got those for him or not
1: he needs those I think I did. Well, huh. one of them just came out. Actually, just in the process of opening up all the wings. Yeah. So. I think,
0: I don't know. I'll check with him. Okay. See if he got them or not. I usually make sure he gets them because he enjoys that game a lot. Yeah. The the Hearthstones. What about you? How has your week been in the Blizzard universe there for Echo Vase?
1: Well, I mentioned last week I was going to try to get into Here's the Storm, how I did the uh, tutorial. Yeah. The whole introduction yeah. thing. It's pretty cool. Um, Actually played a couple of matches Uh, this week with... uh. The Hubs. The Hubs? The Hubby. The Hubby? Yeah. How'd that go? Um, it went well. He was helpful, even though he has as little experience in Heroes as I do. Oh. He has played League, so he's familiar with the whole MOBA thing. So he's got the I'm concept not. down. He does. Okay. He does.
0: So he knows about the lanes and yeah. He do support. Yeah. And, okay.
1: And I really didn't. In the first game he played... I, I don't know. I was having an issue with uh, the key binding because uh, WoW is one two three Yeah. And then Heroes is like Q Q W E It's like I kept on pressing things and then I'd be in the numbers uh, instead. and Yeah, I uh, can see that. It was a little tough. And then once I changed my key binding instead, the numbers as an alternate. So if I accidentally went up, it would still go. Oh, okay. Does that makes sense? Yeah. Um, in the second game, I did a lot better because nobody called me a noob.
0: So you're in the first game they did? Several times. Your husband or somebody else?
1: Uh, whoever, we, whoever we were teammates with. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're like, come on, noob.
1: Yeah, they weren't even creative insults. Like, I was I was expecting, you know, just the worst thing possible. Like I was expecting to, like, you know, have to go cry afterwards. But just like, <laughs> hey, or this, noob? Okay. <laughs> that was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Arthas is kind of annoying to listen to. So that that whole uh, sound has to factor into your hero consideration. Oh, absolutely! Do you really want to listen yeah. to them talk for ten minutes straight? No. no.
0: I play Malfurion and that's it. Okay. What did uh, what did um, your husband play?
1: Um, I don't remember. Oh, okay. To be honest. Yeah. I played Arthas and then Lili. Lili, Lele. she's Lele's a good healer. Bad. She's OP. Yeah, I healed.
0: Yeah. Lili is completely overpowered in the game. Okay. And a lot of uh, competitive matches actually ban her. Oh. Because she's too OP.
1: Well, then make a choice.
0: Have you watched Heroes of the Dorm? I have not. You should check that out. It's actually pretty cool. Okay. Uh, You can go to the Blizzard launcher and it's got a link to it and there's some other places or you just Google Heroes of the Dorm and it's basically a college competition Mm -hmm. for Heroes of the Storm. Sounds cool. Yeah. Why bother with an education when Blizzard will just give you tons of money for for playing a game? Exactly. Exactly.
1: So, wow, I actually forgot to do LFR.
0: You forgot to do LFR. I forgot LFR. to
1: do LFR. I didn't log in for two days, so it just kind of slipped my mind.
0: We need to put it on your Google Calendar. Yeah. Do LFR.
1: Logged into Hearthstone every day, but wow, I was kind of like, oh, I just forgot. It's oh. easier to log into
0: Hearthstone <laughs> now. You got your yeah, iPad, yeah, it's you got like your, yeah. five different devices. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I did do some pretty lucrative garrison missions. It's Ooh, always exciting when yeah. you go to collect your missions and there's a thousand gold waiting for oh, you. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, we had a conversation about that at work uh, a couple weeks ago. About how you have the potential of of, of doing garrison missions for over two thousand gold.
1: Nice,
0: you know. And I got told no, and I said yes, and I showed right. them where.
1: You know. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, I've been doing on the days I have been logging in. I've been finding Harrison Jones every day by using the group finder that we talked about last week. And I've also been opening up my own garrison when I have something interesting, like when he's there. I had the ore trader the other day, and I just. I uh, opened it up until I have K'd out.
0: Oh, yeah. in your in your uh, trading post? Yes,
1: yeah, so well, I had it tabbed out, and then once I start stopped turning the noise, I'm like, oh, I better go jump or something. Because, <laughs> you know, the guy there um, who's in the Harrison, the ore Trader, whatever spot, like, if the garrison leader is not in their garrison... They're offline, or they AFK, or they left. That person's not there. Right,
0: they despawn.
1: Right, they despawn.
0: Yeah, because Blizzard wants you to be social, despite your best efforts of tabbing out.
1: Yeah, because I got in that conversation with somebody last week. Like they they posted a group and like, hey, I need help with this Harrison Jones quest. So I whispered them, you know, which one is it? They told me, I was like, okay, cool. I need that one. They invited me to group. I'm like, dude's not there. I'm like, yeah, but I'm all the way over in uh, Askeitas. like I don't want to come back. I'm like, okay, I got. I need you to come back for me to pick up the quest. Like, yeah, but I'm already out here. I'm like, okay, bye. And then they like, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. yeah, i wait, will wait, be right there. And they came back and they picked up the quest. They went and we, um, we finished it together. It was awesome. So now oh. I only need one. Yeah. Was
0: that another hunter?
1: That was another hunter. What was her name? I don't remember.
0: Was it Frackleface?
1: <laughs> no. It was- <laughs>
0: That would have been funny. Freckle face and freckle You're the
1: face. only other freckle I've met <laughs> <laughs> <that gave> Freckle. <laughs> uh, but in the process, I did meet another cool hunter. Uh, goes by the name of Night Raven.
0: Night Raven.
1: Someone gave a big shout out to Night Raven.
0: Hey, Night Raven. And how did you meet this Night Raven?
1: Through the group finder.
0: Okay. What, did you invite him to the, your garrison? Or did you go, What? how did this happen? Details. I need details.
1: Well, that was the day that I had my ore trader up there in uh in my garrison. Oh, cool. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Like I I don't know if you've done it before. It's very easy to set up, and once you enable the uh, auto accept, then you you know you log in, you see an ore trader, you're like cool, set it up. You go to your mine, you go do garrison missions, whatever you need to do. While you're doing that, you just see people like join the group, leave the group, join the group, leave the group. And then, oh, that's so cool. kind of interesting. They're
0: doing what they need to do and heading on yeah, out. Exactly. All right, that's cool. But exactly. this person, Night Raven, hung out and chatted. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. All right. Well,
0: thanks, Night Raven, for
1: hanging out. Yeah, that's about it. Um, Kind of a slowish week, but I'm hoping to change that this weekend.
0: And folks, into our podcast news here, we have a little bit of an announcement here. We are now a member of D20 Catalyst, which is part of the D20 Crit Network. That's right. Last week, we got an invitation to join the D20 Crit Network, and we accepted. If you want to find out more about D20 Crit, head on over to D20Crit.com. So, hey, Freck, in game this week, it is Children's Week. Are you doing anything with Children's Week?
1: You know, I missed the whole uh, opening part where you can sell your small eggs for like 5,000 goldies. Oh, yeah. I forgot like that. about that. Yeah. Um, but that, it doesn't seem to be uh, any new toys or pets, so yeah, I think I'm done. That was the hardest for me to get done, those achievements for a long, strange trip.
0: Yeah, you've got your proto-drake, your yeah, violet. Do. Is that I what I do? do? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the only way I got it was because in eye of the storm, somebody saw me hang around near the flag. It was nice enough to draw, drop the flag. Let me pick it up and capture it. Oh, that's cool. Or, you know, take it to the base.
0: They knew what was up.
1: Yeah, if they hadn't done it, I still wouldn't have them out today.
0: Well, you know, some people just understand, you know, that, you know, there's things to be done in the world of Warcraft.
1: That's true.
0: Speaking of things to be done in the world of Warcraft, Rick, you and I have a little bit of business to take care of. You've got a bet. It's our bet. Uh, The current bet is the Drake of the South Wind from the Throne of the Four Winds. Last week we had a total of $36 in the kitty. We're putting a dollar each and then Kevin from the Darkmoon Herald throws a buck in. And then uh, we got to see what goes from there. If anybody got said mount. Of course, last week, uh, I let everybody know that I gone over to Vortex Pinnacle and gotten a drink out of there. So I don't have to go there anymore. I still do. So
1: I've got my dollar. I got my dollar.
0: And uh, we are auto-debiting Kevin from the Dark Moon Herald, $1. Freckleface. Freckle face. Were you able to run the Throne of the Four Winds this week? I was. And in your running of this, were you able to loot anything of note?
1: Of note? No. I don't remember what I looted. No drink? No drink.
0: Did you jump on over to Vortex Pinnacle?
1: I did! And? And nothing! Uh, I think we alluded to that earlier. (laughs) Still gotta ask. Yeah.
0: So rude? Yes there, Freckleface.
1: Did you run Throne of the Four Winds?
0: I did at 6am this morning. 6am? Yeah, because I kind of forgot about it. So right after I got home from the gym, I ran uh, the Throne of the uh, Four Winds.
1: How long did it take you? Uh,
0: Just a couple... Minutes.
1: So at 6.05, yeah. did you have a new mound?
0: No, I did not oh, have okay. a new mount at 6.05. <laughs> However, at 6.08... Uh-huh. No, not then either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was really specific. <laughs>
0: so I talked to Kevin. Okay. He said he ran it three times this week. And his exact words were... No dice for him. <laughs> So <laughs> that brings uh, the total here to $39 going into next week. And you know what? Speaking of the Dark Moon Herald, they just had their third anniversary show. This is episode 93 years of Dark Moon Herald has been doing the thing that they do so well over there. If you haven't checked out their anniversary show, do, it is hilarious. It's very well done. Uh, A lot of guests, great guests on there, a lot of great commentary, prizes they gave away, the whole nine yards.
1: They're the best games.
0: They really do. They really, really do. Uh, So, Darkman Hero, go check them out. Kevin, Rebel Floor, and whoever, whatever guests they have on that week, you know, they do their best to bring a really fantastic show on a weekly basis. Darkman Hero, go check them out. And uh, wish them well for additional years to come, bringing us the content that only they do.
1: And hey, a little bit of update to the Brawler's Guild. Yeah? So I went to look at the uh, Quartermaster, what he had to sell there, and the ring that is listed as 16000 on Wowhead actually costs 1600 Now, this is the one that teleports you to the Brawler's Guild arena. It has an hour cooldown, and it does not share a cooldown with the Cloak of Coordination.
0: oh. Ooh. This is now very relevant to me. Now, you had to have current Brawler's Guild rep, or does it work from the old past tense? Like, if I got, you know...
1: It requires current season rank two. Oh, uh, well That's yeah. not difficult. No, especially rank one. You know, you're going to be overgeared for it.
0: you have to be in rank two or could have completed rank two and into rank three?
1: You have to be rank two. You have okay. to be rank two, which means you only have completed rank one. Well,
0: I know what I'm doing tonight, then. All right. Because I like me damn teleports.
1: I know you do. You and know your warlockness. <laughs> so I don't a, know. So <laughs> You've never been called that heavy.
0: I think so. <laughs> I think the first person who said it to me was actually our, our buddy Sniper.
1: He called you warlockness?
0: Yeah. He's like, you like all that demonology, demon summoning warlockness stuff, don't mm-hmm. you? And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> that was like the first conversation about wow that we had.
1: <laughs> She's still feeling everything out. And yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: It was kind of weird. No, I was a like for a while then. I just didn't expect him to say that.
1: Yeah. And hey, as you're out and about doing your shopping over on Amazon, just give us a little kickback. All you have to do is go through the link hearthcast.com slash Amazon before you do your shopping.
0: Coming up next in general chat
1: should a boosted tune run old content
0: the world of warcraft saw an influx of new players with the introduction of blizzard's boost to 90 in warlords of draenor recently a new boosted 90 player asked if doing old content was worth it for him well we decided to share our answer with all of you a little bit of background this happened at work at work we have a pretty good amount of wow players and we kind of discuss wow and you know you first get to work in the morning water cooler talk over coffee whatever you know and this guy had heard us talking about wow and decided you know what i'm gonna get involved so one of the other guys had suggested he go ahead and boost to 90 and get caught up faster that way which he did and then the guys asked me on monday mornings about our our current bet they want they want the inside story if any mounts drop for us ahead of time And I'm like, listen to the show. They're like, why? When we got you right here. (laughs) So he, this guy, the new guy, has heard this and he goes, well, where do I get this mount? And it brought up this conversation about should a boosted character who's brand new to the game, just got the game, never played before, boost to 90, is the old content relevant for them? Now, there's some pros and cons to this old content stuff. And we are very well aware that Blizzard is introducing the Time Walkers element in 6.2 that is going to basically make the old content viable again and challenging again and actually drop loot you can use now in the game. For
1: brief periods of time, of course. Right. Yeah, it's
0: going to be like weekends and special stuff, which is a great idea. Great idea. But just right now, we're going to talk about the existing old content without the 6.2 stuff. So there are some pros to this. Like mounts and pets and transmog and experience and fun. So, Freck, what kind of mounts are we talking about here?
1: Well, I don't want to do an extensive list, but...
0: Right, we've got a whole episode we devoted to that.
1: But there's a white hawk strider you can get from Magister's Terrace.
0: And that's one you can run over and over and over
1: and over again. Well, every day.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're doing it on Heroic, but you have to be to get it.
0: Yes. Yes. I got mine.
1: You have yours yet? Yeah, I got mine. Okay. It took me a while, but I got mine. Or the mount you got from Uggar Pinnacle.
0: Yeah, from Scotty, the blue proto-drake. Yeah. He looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, an unexpected surprise for me. Now, Pets Freck, you know all about pets. Tell us about pets you can get from some of the old content.
1: There's an achievement called Raiding with Leeches. There's actually three separate ones. Um, but they send you back to old raids to get um, pets that drop from the old bosses. So you can get stuff like a mini voidwalker,
0: ooh,
1: or a mini succubus,
0: ooh, yeah. I never have her. (laughs) She's (laughs) she's not allowed to play in my house.
1: You don't have her as a pet either.
0: No, (laughs) I have the mini voidwalker because you gave them to me.
1: Yeah, I give you all the all the warlock stuff I get, like the girl.
0: Yeah, I get the girl too. Yeah,
1: tons of stuff. You know, like there's a tainted waverling that looks like the uh, the mage water guy, but it's green. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Now see, when I first heard uh, raiding with leashes, I had a completely opposite understanding of it in my mind.
1: Oh, what did you think it was?
0: I thought that you had to complete raids with like your pet team. Like you'd go in there, and then you would get like credit because you raided with pet X. Like oh, like like I if see. you took your mini Voidwalker in from start to finish, and like if you died, you still had to summon him back. Kind
1: of like the uh, Pepe. Achievement that's out right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah, gotta, you yeah
0: exactly. Same no, deal. No, it's not like
1: that. It's basically just pets that drop from old raids. Some of them are actually just miniature versions of the boss that you're fighting. Oh. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, like you, know, the two-headed dog, uh, Cormagus. Yeah. Yeah, you can get a little pet version of him. Oh, that's
0: cool. Yeah. Didn't they give that one away? No, they gave something else away. They
1: gave a different color of Cormagas okay. away as part of the anniversary. Um, And you also get achievement for getting all of them in the set. Like you can get... Like, you can get Mr. Bigglesworth if you do the whole set, um, we, you know, which is that cat from uh, Nex. Yes. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Well, now, there's t and that's really one of the, I think, and anyhow, one of the biggest reasons for people to go back and do older content, to go get gear or weapons that you can then t to, you know, whatever you're currently got equipped. Now, there are some fantastic resources out online. If you did search Wow t a lot of people will put up uh, the sets they've made. There's also uh, over on Reddit, there's a Wow t subreddit. And people will post like their particular outfits that they've got and where they got the stuff. You can go back and get it and do it that way. You can go to Icy Veins and they have an entire Teamog section. There's websites devoted to it, like I said. Or you can just ask other people, what you know. where'd you get that? And then they tell you because people love to tell you <laughs> <laughs> about their T-Mog yes, sets. Yes, they do and you can go back there and get that for yourself as well
1: one thing that I really enjoy is is getting to experience at least on some level what the raids were like that came out at a point when I wasn't raiding or wasn't in the game you know like I've been doing Black Temple because that's part of the raiding of Leashes and every time I get to Elden at the end he just looks like so cool like Mm. so like larger than life
0: well he is they make the bosses larger
1: well yeah but uh, just I don't know just get kind of uh, chills mm. when I see him. Yeah, I was in Tempest yeah. Keep
0: the other night, and uh, Siren came in, and it's like, man, you look really small next to that guy. I'm like, that's because he's like ten times the size he should be. <laughs> he's a giant. But there's also the fact that a lot of people will talk about places like Old and and uh, Karazan and all these places that they've been, and yeah, they may you know be looking back at it and talking about it nostalgically. But it's still neat to go and experience those locations, even if you don't have the, you know, imposing threat of death or wiping <laughs> or anything else. <laughs> you have 39
1: else. other people with you. Right. Yeah, just to see, like, the scene and see the mobs and see, like, the you know, the play that gets uh, put out every week. It's really neat.
0: And Alduar uh, has some of the neatest doors in the game.
1: I don't know the pay attention to their doors.
0: You, you need to pay attention. Now, I'm talking about doors that unlock. There's one particular door that unlocks that it. is just, in my opinion, one of the neatest doors in the world of Warcraft. And you mentioned, Frack, that you're not going to be in there with like 39 other people. But you also may not be in there alone. You can go in there with friends who've been there before. You can kind of take in a little bit of a sightseeing tour, for lack of better words. And show you, you know, War or any of the other old places. You know, go into Ice Crown Citadel and and walk you through the whole thing, and just kind of explain. I I, I know it loses a lot for a new player to go in there, and yeah, now you can like four-man it or two-man it or whatever, and it's not that challenging anymore, you know? But you can kind of imagine what it was at the time when it it was a big deal.
1: Yeah, and you can tell your friends like, oh, I ran this, and they'll regale you with stories about what it was like. (laughs) And
0: then there's always, of course, there's the, one of the unwritten laws of World of Warcraft is that the new player is going to win the role on the mount. Of course. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just ask dead guy. <laughs> now, there is some cons to doing this for these new players that we've discussed. And one of them is, we've kind of alluded to it already, the new player is going to have no nostalgia. There's no nostalgic moments.
1: No context. Yeah, they're,
0: they're just going in there, and yeah, the place looks awesome, it looks cool, and they can kind of imagine what it was. But most of the time, when we look back on on raids, we're looking back to the times that we had there, the challenges that we overcame, the loot that we rode on and won. You know, we have all these fond memories, and that's one of the reasons we like to go back there, outside of getting the pets and mounts and everything. It can also be kind of difficult to find these places, you know, you get a new player, and someone says, "Hey, go go meet me in War.
1: Oh yeah, how do you get to War?
0: Well, you go to you go to Dalaran. How do
1: you get to Dalaran?
0: Well, you go to Northrend and you fly north. Oh, to get to Northrend, or you just take the boat or the ship from your capital city. Yeah. Oh, to get there, where are you at now? Oh, you. Where's your hearth? Oh, now you got to go over here and take the. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, when we first started doing our current challenge, the throwing the four winds, mm-hmm. I had a hard time remembering how to get to Oldham.
0: I had a hard time remembering not to go to Vortex Pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> True facts.
1: True facts.
0: But yeah, I mean, I still do. When I'm trying to think of places like, okay, I want to go on a particular mountain run. It's like, how do I map my way around right. to take advantage of the you know portals and, and hearst, you know hearthstones that I have? And how do I get back quicker?
1: So, yeah, and if it's a familiar area, then you know the shortest way to do it. But if it's all new, it just seems like, oh, how do I get it from this continent to the next? So it's difficult to find it. It takes a lot of time to get there because you're just sitting there flying and, you know, not always easy to find in the map. Once you're there, the actual raids are larger and more difficult to navigate through in that the current raids, they seem to be much more linear. Uh, where, like, you can look at the map for High Mall or Blackrock Foundry, and it looks like a logical progression on the map. Sure. Whereas, if you go back to Upper Blackrock Spire, or you know, a dungeon like Wailing Caverns, you can look at the map all day. It's not going to tell you which direction to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's some places that you have to kill certain bosses before other wings open up. Right. You know, certain orders, certain things to do, and people may not know that.
1: So you have the risk of getting lost and wasting time which happens to me a lot of times and I just decide to go back to anything really in Black Rock Mountain. I always get lost and end up just hearthing out.
0: Yeah, I have yeah. a hard time finding some of the dungeon entrances. Or and, I know. You know. I'm like, I know what's here. I know you're supposed to walk into this chain link, and then you end up jumping out over here, and this guy teleports you over here, and then there's the entrance, but I don't know how to get there.
1: Yeah, or you finally get somewhere, and you're like, oh, this isn't the right one. Yeah. How, how do I go to the other one?
0: Yeah, you got to go into one to get to the other. And, yeah. yeah it's get,
1: complicated. Yeah.
0: Now, there's some places that once you get into a location, finally, you still kind of have to know how to do the fight because there's still some mechanics that can kill you.
1: It doesn't happen too often, um, but there is a boss in uh, AQ, this slime boss, that you can only kill him if you do frost damage.
0: That's interesting.
1: Otherwise, he'll just go down to one health and stay there. So depending on what class you are, You might not be able to kill them in your spec unless you get like some frost oil or you get a friend or something.
0: Or you could be like me and still have wands from the old days that have (laughs) frost (laughs) damage and nature damage. They were cool. I thought they might come back.
1: Well, there you go.
0: I might have some bell bottoms in my closet at home, too. (laughs) Harder coming back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some brown turtlenecks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, I mean, look at Lich King, okay? When I'm fighting the Lich King the other day, or a couple weeks ago, when I won Invincible. Got it. Yeah, to
1: push it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that those dudes touch you. It was instant death because they knocked you off the platform. And yeah. So there's still things that you have to know about. And if you don't know, then it's completely frustrating because you're in there and going, look, I'm a level 100. This guy's a level 60. How is he killing me? Mechanics. And this old content, while it sounds fantastic when other people are talking about it and it gets you so amped up to go back and see it, it could really kind of be a distraction from what you quote-unquote should be doing in the game, i.e. leveling to 100, getting geared up, doing LFR, whatever the case might be. Not saying that it's a bad thing, but it might be detracting you from actually making some progression in the game. And lastly... There really isn't a need for someone to go do that. There's nothing in there currently that is going to better your character. Now, as we alluded to, once 6.2 comes out with these weekends of the Time Walker thing, then yeah, there's going to be some stuff in there that's going to behoove you to go back and get. You're going to get upgrades. Uh, But right now, no. You're just going to go in there and like we said, not a whole lot in there for you.
1: So what it boils down to is if you have friends who just boosted to 90 or you just boosted to 90, you know, you get told like, oh, yeah, you content. And what you really got to do is stop, look up what drops in each location. Is that something you want? Is it something that's worth the time to go get? If so, you know, do a little reading before you go in, get a layout of it, make sure you can handle all the basic boss mechanics. Unless you're just the type of player that doesn't mind, you know, wandering around and you just kind of exploring for a while. But if you're really trying to maximize your time, then just do a little research before you start wandering around Old World. And now we take a moment to hear an astute editorial from a member
2: of the World of Warcraft community. When I first started playing WoW in Vanilla... PvP was something most everyone did, and it was fun because you used to be able to see what the other player was doing, and you could use one of your own abilities to counter it. The fun was figuring out which spell or ability to use next. You took time to think about how you would counter the enemy player's moves to win. Now all people do is spam damage and hit every button on their Naga 12-button mouse. The challenge no longer exists. I think the developers just got very lazy and took the easy way out by throwing a bunch of abilities into the game and didn't even worry about keeping the combat system a challenging RPG-like battle of witch between the players. Now hit points disappear in seconds. Slows and stuns and heals ruin the fun. I would be more than happy to pay two times as much for a sub-fee to be able to have the fun and challenge of vanilla WoW because the way the game is now is nothing compared to the original masterpiece that WoW once was. This, of course has been a perfectly rational
0: reaction. Hey, Blizz. Here's an idea for you.
1: Hey, Blizz. Why you got to make things awkward? Why you
0: got to make things awkward, Blizz? What are you talking about?
1: Okay, when you used to be able to send someone a friend request.
0: On battle.net?
1: On battle.net. Okay. Or even through WoW. You type in their battle tag or their email and hit send friend request. A box used to pop up that would say optional, send a message. Oh. Oh. And they took that away. Why are
0: they going to do a thing like that? I
1: don't know why they did. Now, if you're sending somebody a real ID friend request, it's fairly obvious. Like if I were to send somebody that I met in person, for example, from one of our meetups, and I said hi. My name is blah blah. And then they get a uh, friend request from someone that name. They'll know who it is. Sure. If I'm sending a battle tag request, which a lot of people use, yeah, it doesn't have the options. They might not know who Freckleface is.
0: Right. You get something from Root Pound 1932, and they're like,
1: huh? Exactly.
0: I don't know this person. Now, with a comment, I could say, hey, we met at the meetup.
1: Right. This is so-and-so, and yeah. we met at the meetup, and what's up?
0: What's up? Exactly. Because that's <laughs> how I answer all or say all well, my friend request. What's up?
1: What's up? Yeah. <laughs> so without the note, what happens? Person gets a friend request. Ignore. A name they don't recognize.
0: I wonder if it was because gold spammers were spamming stuff in there.
1: That might be it. But the way it stands now you get a friend request from a name we don't recognize. You can ignore it and risk maybe ignoring somebody who you actually know. Or you can accept it and then later go like, Hey, who is this? Yeah,
0: that's a little awkward, like you said.
1: Yeah. And then what if you didn't want to be friends with them?
0: You know what it reminds me of? What? If you give somebody your phone number, like, hey, text me later. Yeah. And then they text you and you don't know who it is.
1: Right.
0: And they ask you some kind of question like, hey, do you, want to go, do you want to go hang out? Uh-huh. Like you get a random text from somebody that says, hey, do you want to meet at the bar after work? And you don't know who it is. Yeah. You got to be like, who is this? <laughs> and it, inevitably what happens is someone makes it, they lie. They totally lie. They say, uh, something happened to my contact list. My phone's messed up. It doesn't show your name. Who is
1: this? Yeah, I just say, I don't have this number saved, which is the truth. And then- well,
0: why don't you have my number saved? I gave you my number the other night at the party. We changed the meetup. Yeah, by
1: awkward. the
0: by, the hunter fire.
1: Side note:
0: While I was throwing my coke can into the fire and adding more wood and making it burn high, because that's what hunters do.
1: So on Christmas Day, I probably exchanged about fifteen messages with somebody over text. Who did not understand the fact that she had the wrong number?
0: Oh, I remember this. Uh,
1: She'd be like, okay, sorry to bother you. And then she sent me a picture of herself. (laughs) It was (laughs) an old lady, wasn't it? Yeah, she sent me an old lady selfie. And she'd be like, hope you're doing well. Here's a picture I painted. It's still Uh, the wrong number. uh, It's still the wrong number. Well, so and so told me this is the number. Okay. (laughs)
0: Uh, my son Siren recently uh, switched over to uh, a new phone. Okay, and in the process, he was we had to like do some account finagling, so he ended up with a new phone number. Okay, they used to belong to a Catherine, and Catherine did not update anybody that she'd gotten a new number or no longer had that number, whatever right. the case might be. And by not updating things, I mean her bank. Oh. Her doctor. Oh. So my son is constantly getting, you know, low account warnings and doctor appointment reminders and uh, messages from her parents.
1: Wow, even that—it it sounds uncles. like it might have gotten disconnected or something. We,
0: yeah, I mean, he would—he for a while was replying, you know, not to the banks and stuff because oh, yeah. it's rather interesting to know when, when her account was. <laughs> <laughs> but he did like when it was like, "Hey, this is Dad. Why have you haven't spoken to you lately?" He's like, "This isn't her number anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I just got this number. You need to figure out what happened." Wouldn't it
1: be a disturbing? Test text to get his response from your daughter. Try to text your daughter and be like, "Oh, this isn't her number anymore." It's <sighs> creepy, wouldn't it be? Yeah, yeah, that'd be scary. I know, like, what's happening to my daughter? Yeah. <laughs> Catherine
0: doesn't live here anymore
1: <laughs> That's weird
0: Yeah He's been possessed you <laughs> that or Call me Raymond now <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: Alright so another Another side benefit For having this uh, field to put a note When you would friend somebody When you're playing a Hearthstone match You do have the option to friend the person I haven't had it too often right But the one time I did get a friend request, they just wanted to curse at me. What? (laughs) I was all excited. I was like, cool, I got a new friend. I tried to spectate him. And they said said a four-letter word to me. It was a misspelled four-letter word.
0: Did you beat them or something?
1: Yes, I did. Very badly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. But on the other hand, I have a friend who had a friend request after a Hearthstone match, and they just wanted to tell him that they wish they had drawn Sprint, and then they'd think they would have won otherwise. Wow. Oh. And that was it. They had a legit conversation about yeah, Hearthstone. Okay. So my point is, a little note in the field might make their intentions clear <laughs> that they just want to say something nasty, and if so, if they could get out of their system in the friend request, i would be like, you know, um, new no, and then it's done. Or if they're like, hey, good game, you know, Gg. Yeah, good game. Yeah, no, I'd no, maybe no. we they, can.
0: They never say good game. They gg.
1: They do in Hearthstone sometimes. No, gg. Okay, whatever. <laughs> no, because gg can be sarcastic. I'm saying like at the uh. first, if you get a message from somebody, friend request, somebody you just played in Hearthstone, like hey, good game, Why don't you add me? Maybe we can like you know spar sometimes. Then you would be like okay, cool. But as of now, you just get like random friend requests from somebody you just played. You're like hmm, friend or foe.
0: So, little little uh, side note off the side note. Off uh-huh. of this side note side I think we're note. three side notes deep yeah. now. Note. I need you to show me on Hearthstone how to turn off battle.net chat while I'm playing You can't. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I was showing, uh, it happened to be my boss, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hearthstone on the phone because he hadn't gotten it yet. He plays Hearthstone at home. Uh-huh. I'm like, what's on the phone now? And he's like, what? And I was showing him. And as I'm showing him, our dear friend Dead Guy decides to chat me.
1: Did he say Slash Lick?
0: He did not. <laughs> but he's just like, Zoma God, you're playing Hearthstone at work? Get back to work, Snowfo!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call your boss and tell him you're playing Hearthstone on <laughs> work time. And I'm like, ah, so that's Dead Guy. Um, people can <laughs> chat with you in the game. <laughs> it was very awkward.
1: No, I actually complained about that. And you probably like weren't. Didn't have the context really like process what I was complaining about back in the day, but that is a problem with Hearthstone. You have it on the uh, iPad or the phone, is they get the bubbles, yeah, and you can't turn the bubbles off. Uh, I know. And the bubbles are very hard to chat through. So a lot of times, if I got my iPad up, I will open up the Battle.net client on my desktop and chat through there. Yeah, right, right, right. But then I'm seeing two notifications. Uh, it's like popping the bubbles. You know, they need to fix that. They need to fix that. So there's no way to repress. Uh, chat when you're in Hearthstone, which is, yeah, kind of bad.
0: I guess bringing it back on topic, uh, they did make that awkward for me. Yeah,
1: they did. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it could have been much worse. Be yeah, there.
0: it could have been, especially <laughs> with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so that's a double A blizz. Turn off the, ch- or at least give us the ability to turn off the chat in, uh, in Hearthstone. <laughs> and uh, give us our comments back in the battle.net friend request. <laughs> Freck, you know, uh, if somebody defeats either of us on HearthCast AoE, that we uh, award them with a six-month supply of Loot Crate boxes, geeky goodness delivered to their doorstep on a monthly basis.
1: It's like Christmas, but for adults, and once a month. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And um, they also, of course, get a year's supply of Curse Premium, which is fantastic.
1: Just for playing.
0: I brought in the Loot Crate box for this month unopened, just for you to open. And I want to let you know that I have had a daily battle with Siren at my house. (laughs) He's my 16-year-old son. Right. Because a loot crate box has remained unopened on the kitchen counter (laughs) every day. You can open it. You can open it. He is just, it is eating him up.
1: Well, he took everything last time. I know.
0: (laughs) And so, I I, I said, you got to wait because Freckleface gets first dibs. So, you have the box in front of you. You may open this month's Loot Crate box now. And as you do, please give us a play-by-play.
1: Okay. Well, I already unsealed it before we started.
0: Right, just to no, take off the awkward. The
1: <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, me them with scissors. Not, not good. Not, not good. <laughs> good. All right. So, I open it up. There is a map on the inside of the box. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. The boxes are always something, red. which
0: is cool. That's a T-shirt.
1: This is a T-shirt for you.
0: It's red, which is good because a lot of people were were not happy that they had uh, black.
1: Ah, is a dragon in the shape of an ampersand?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <gasps> oh, uh, it, yeah. it was a pack of cards that is Princess Bride.
0: This is a playing cards. Your playing normal, cards. you know, normal playing cards. Princess Bride themed. Which would have been like really... a
1: hand drawn um, picture of the scene when they kiss right before he goes on the boat. The
0: perfect kiss, yeah. It would have been like
1: my favorite book and my favorite movie.
0: That would have been really good to have it make a content, uh Dude was there.
1: He was there. All right, we have a button that says uh, Loot Crate, April two thousand fifteen. Yeah, fantasy. we have. We get
0: one of those every month. What does that say? It's it's just uh, fantasy.
1: All right, there is a Game of Thrones Stark sigil USB flash drive.
0: Ooh, what size is that bad boy?
1: It is does say. Let me open it the box. Is that a jump drive? It is a jump drive. It doesn't look like a jump drive. It just looks like a little, oh, it oh. Oh, take the
0: dragon head off.
1: I see. Yeah, when it's closed, it doesn't even look like anything. Right. It just looks like a little ouch. dragon toy. <laughs> okay, yeah, then. the edge is <laughs> kind of sharp.
0: <laughs> dragon edges are sharp. That's a cool jump drive there. Yeah, you
1: might have to plug it in to see how many gigs it is. <laughs> Say in the box, this is a cute little box, though.
0: All right, I'm plugging this into my uh, my Chromebook here. It's kind of awkward, though, because my USB ports are kind of close together and this dragon head is kind of large. All right, just quick update it's it's not a dragon, it's actually a direwolf USB oh, drive. Okay, uh, four I gigs, see that. Not, okay, not, not you know, four gigs. So, yeah. and that shirt, it wasn't a Game of Thrones shirt, it's a DD shirt.
1: Oh, I see.
0: It's the big and and it's got I a
1: feel not nerdy enough. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> All right, well continue. What else we okay. got again?
1: Okay. All right, there is a bow tie here.
0: Ooh, and that is an RPG bow tie.
1: RPG bow tie. Yeah. As in role playing game. Bow tie? As in role playing game, right. What role playing game?
0: Any of them. Look. It see what the little um uh what do you call it? The the, the figures, whatever. So, like, describe, it's a red bow tie. Okay,
1: it's a red go- bow tie, it's got a dragon on it, and it's got what looks like a 20-sided die. Right. Love pattern of it. Yeah. So it's like a, it's red with gold. So You can almost wear it with your red t-shirt.
0: <laughs> I don't wear bow ties.
1: Yeah, I know. I've never had before.
0: It's kind of choking you.
1: Well, it's not on yet.
0: Right. It's because
1: all my hair is in the way.
0: This is true. You should wear that uh, un- under your hair, really. I there.
1: should, but you have to put it on over it and then flip it so you put it on necklace.
0: Oh, is that it? yes Is that it? it? Yep. Is that it? it? I, is that it it? I speaks good. <laughs> I don't think you put on bow ties and necklaces the same way. All right. That doesn't look half bad. All right. All right. Well, what else we got?
1: All right. Next is, okay, something gold and something, folded up.
0: Something gold and folded up. That looks to be inflatable.
1: Yeah, it does have that kind of a feel to it. The plastic undone.
0: It's, it's, it's it is uh, it's child protection or <laughs>
1: Hey. <laughs> okay, it is
0: That's a crown. It's an
1: inflatable crown. All right. Oh my goodness.
0: That uh looks like a lot of fun. Um
1: is it from anything in particular?
0: I think it's just a crown.
1: It's just a crown. So, I know someone who has a birthday coming up.
0: Nope, nope. Root is not wearing an inflatable crown <laughs> on his birthday.
1: Well, maybe Freckleface will then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still digging into this thing. What else yeah, is in Yeah, okay.
1: Now we have, ooh, it says Harry Potter bag tag. It says nine and three quarters.
0: Oh, as so you put that Which on the your-
1: It's that takes you to Hogwarts.
0: I bet you put it on your luggage, it will get ripped off.
1: Yeah, it might. And then lastly Game of Thrones House Sigil Magnet set. Oh, we get some magnets.
0: We have a fridge we can put magnets on it. Well, you know, as you guys might have figured out, uh, Frecklevice and I don't watch Game of Thrones.
1: That's too much blood.
0: But uh if there is something we've mentioned here that is Game of Thrones related, like the magnet or this uh USB uh drive, um hit us up on Twitter. And tell us you want it. And um I- I'll make it simple. If you if you're in the US, I will mail it to you. If you are overseas and are going to BlizzCon, I will meet you there and give it to you. Otherwise, um, no 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 luck. So if you're overseas, I I'm not paying for shipping, I'm I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, you can't wear this T-shirt. The guy in the magazine's got a handlebar mustache and earrings. You don't have either one of those. I'm
0: clearly not that cool. No, you're not. Nor will I ever be that cool.
1: Demand you grow a handlebar mustache and a little At, well, soul patch. That's not happening. What about the soul patch? Uh,
0: no. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so just so you know here, this Loot Crate box, uh, which you know you pay you know downwards of 13 bucks for if you were actually paying for it, Uh, It has an estimated value of over $40. That
1: is really good for a subscription box. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good value in there. And, um, you know, like we said, we're not big Game of Thrones people. So if you guys want either the magnet or that uh, USB drive, just let us know on the Twitter. And uh, we'll take care of that for you. Fred, good job opening up. How did it feel to open up your very first Loot Crate box? I was
1: very excited. Isn't it? Very exciting. Isn't it kind of fun? And I just want to play with everything.
0: It, that's how it is. Yeah. You, then the magazine, you got to read the magazine. Got to read the magazine.
1: Got to open up the cards. Got to yeah. blow up the crown. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's going to be fun.
1: I want to give a shout out to Ten Blinker, who we've apparently corrupted into running Throne of the Four Winds every week.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things when you talk about it, it's
1: exciting. It's contagious.
0: Uh, I think the betting is closed already, so, but good luck on that, Ten.
1: We can have an unofficial bet. Yeah. Yeah. See if he, he gets can, it for us. He can
0: play along yeah. at home. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Night Raven again, who uh, Freckleface uh, befriended in her garrison. That was kind of cool. To all of you on Twitter and Facebook who uh, commented on this week's episode about uh, giving advice to players, new players running old content, thank you for that. And as we close the show, we do want to thank all of you for listening.
1: We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback.
0: Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastprec and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our hearthcast Facebook page.
1: Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more.
0: Until next time, this has been Root
1: and Freckleface.
2: I love the 20.